Hello, everybody, and welcome back to our Golden Twenties. Happy Tuesday. We are now three weeks into this journey that we've started on, and it feels really great. Yeah, I I'm, think we're improving. We're yeah. having fun. I don't know. Yeah, and I hope everybody else is having fun. Feedback we've received so far is pretty positive, but I hope people know that there is something they want us to talk about, or if we're doing something that they think would be, you know, better if we change something up, just let us know, guys. We want to know. So I guess actually on that note, just quick thank you to everybody who's tuning in for third week in a row here. We definitely appreciate your support. So thank you so much. Thanks. So today's episode, we are talking about quarantine and living in a COVID world for a year now. Um, crazy to think it's been a whole year, but we thought mm -hmm. it'd be a good reflective episode on what the past year has been. And also just knowing that even if we're a year in, we do not have this all down yet. So let's just revisit some tips and chat about how we can make this a better time for all of us as we live through what's hopefully the last few months of this. Yeah, it's crazy to think that like we thought it would last two weeks. I have like I Instagram stories where I'm like, see you all in 14 days. Like, yeah. And now it's an entire year later and we don't even know when it's going to be over. I know. It's funny. I have the exact same thought. I look back on my Instagram. So for anybody who doesn't know me personally, this time, well, in March, I guess, of last year, right before lockdown happened, I actually went to Bali for a week. So I was traveling out of the country for almost two weeks when it took into account flights and whatever, travel time. So I got back literally the day before everything went to shit, I guess. <laughs> and I have in my Instagram story like, hey guys, made it back. Thanks for being concerned about me, but I made it. And I know everybody wants to like hear about the trip, but first of all, I don't know who I thought I was, <laughs> some <laughs> travel influencer, but I was also like, but I can't because I have to self-isolate, see you in 14 days. Mm -hmm. And then in that 14 days, everybody was self-isolating and it was like, girl, you're not special. Just... <laughs> Just wait for what's to come. Yeah, I remember you posting that and I was telling Tyrell, oh, look, Sadie's self-isolating. And then later that night, his friend was like, I have to self-isolate. And then the next day, three people at his work were like, I need to self-isolate. And it was like such exponential growth that it went from something like, oh, look, Sadie was traveling. How cute she has to isolate yeah. to like, suddenly there's this huge web of people we know who like, it became a serious issue within like a day. Totally. Or at it's least it crazy. feels that way. Yeah. Yeah. And even before I left for my trip, I took home my work notebook and my work laptop and my charger being like, oh, just in case, like mm -hmm. you never know what's going to happen. And then I didn't even go back to the office actually. So it's been yeah. a year since I've been in the office, but everybody else had a little bit more time. Like 
the week that I was isolating, people were still able to go to the office and pick up their stuff to prep for working from home. Right. But I never did. So I don't have my like big monitors. And usually in the office, I have two big monitors plus my laptop screen. And it was just actually a few weeks ago that my friends at work were like, wait, you still don't have your monitors? You're still just working off your laptop screen? Mm -hmm. (laughs) Yes, yes, I am. But that's just how quickly things changed, I guess. Yeah, that's like Tyrell, uh, when he um, left his job, he had not been back to the office. That was in August, so it had been a big chunk of time and they still had their Christmas decorations up at the office and it was someone's poor job to figure out whose decorations belong to who and mail them home so we got this box and it was the most ridiculous thing it like there was a Jar Jar Binks mask there were all these weird Christmas decorations (laughs) um there was a framed picture of him and Tanner Z the Cineplex host Okay, like well, it that was, one's, yeah. Yeah. It, so somebody was just guessing that this stuff was Tyrell's? Yeah, they guessed correctly. It's just so funny <laughs> okay. to me that this poor person would have to go through and be like, okay, put the Jar Jar Binks mask in Tyrell's <laughs> box and mail it off. Like, that's some important essential work happening. Oh, man. Well, at least we can laugh about it all now, I guess. Even yeah. though we're still living through it. And some days it's definitely hard to laugh laugh through it, but... It's good to take these times and just be like, you know what? Nothing else to do but laugh. (laughs) Yeah. Here we are. Oh, man. So how are you feeling now, Teg? I want to ask you, like, we can definitely chat about more good times and, you know, the nostalgic of first starting in quarantine, but just a little vibe check right now. Mm -hmm. How are you feeling? I feel it kind of fluctuates, and I think... This is partially because Tyrell is very negative. So, for example, last we don't night like that. Yeah, we uh, uh, were talking about having our wedding reception because for those who don't know, uh, we never had a wedding reception. We just had a ceremony with a few close family and friends. So we postponed our wedding reception to this fall and we were talking about it and I was like I don't know that that's going to be able to happen and Tyrell was like yeah it was a crazy idea even thinking that it could happen and I'm like no it's not back when I rescheduled it in June fall of 2021 sounded like a reasonable time and so my feelings about things kind of go like up and down and I also feel like a lot of it has to do with the news cycle because there's like a lot of good news about like this vaccine's coming and we're doing this 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 and then there's a lot of negative news about we're not rolling out the vaccine fast enough and blah blah Mm -hmm. blah so uh, and it's obviously all like you should not pay attention to that kind of stuff because they're trying to create things that will make you click on the articles like you know that it's yeah not always just like the truth right front and center but it still is so easy to like get sucked into those holes yeah I feel that 100% to be honest with you I don't read I don't know this is going to come out really bad but I don't even read about it anymore like I'm not paying attention to the numbers mainly because I'm staying at home, I'm following the rules and whatever is going on outside the world, like I'm doing my part 
and I can't control it any more than I already am. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? So if the numbers are still super high, it's only going to depress me and make me sad. I stopped reading the art, like news articles because they were just bringing me down or installing a false sense of hope, like you said. Because mm-hmm. you read something one day and it sounds all great, or you read it from one source and then you look at another site or the next day you hear a different side of the story and it's like, uh stop (laughs) yeah and it's funny because the the things that I want now and I'm really like aching to do are like not even that cool like I want to go to a restaurant Mm -hmm. and that's it like if they have a basketball game on that would be amazing but like that's as high as my standards go Whereas, like, before I'd be like, I have to go to, like, a speakeasy that's Instagrammable and it's got to have this, this, and this, and I've got to <laughs> go with a friend. Now I'm like, there's a dive bar down the street that could be opening sometime in the future. Like, our standards have definitely lowered. Yeah. <laughs> but it's so true. And I think everyone's feeling the same way. We're just desperate to get out and do anything at this point. Mm-hmm. It's, yeah, the weather definitely makes it worse, too. Uh, Because like quarantine in the summer, for one thing, I have a backyard. So I could work in my backyard, do yoga out there, just get Mm -hmm. sun, have space to do whatever I wanted, where obviously I don't have that right now. I am like I go on a walk every single day, but it's like a huge ordeal. You have to bundle up and like have a plan and it's dark all the time. So um, most times I want to walk with Tyrell because I don't want to be like, walking around in the dark by myself on these like unlit Etobicoke streets. And it's just a very different vibe quarantine in the winter than in the summer, I think. Definitely. Um, I'm feeling that too. And I'm gearing up and mentally trying to prepare myself for the rest of February and March Mm -hmm. and even April because those, that time of year is usually the worst for me anyway, just because winter drags on forever like you're saying it's cold so you don't get outside Mm -hmm. and I know myself I am trying to move my body more and trying to go for more walks but it just doesn't happen if I don't have to especially in the cold so yeah even though we're a year into this and this is something that I'm probably going to repeat a million times in this episode because I feel so strongly about it is even though it we're a year into this it's okay we don't have it figured out yet and that it's still just as hard, if not harder, than it was this time last year. Yeah, because this time last year we were excited about aspects of it. It was like, I don't have to commute. Heck yeah, I get to work from home. What an honor. Yeah, And it's like all of the magic of that stuff has worn off. Like i remember going home because before there was an official lockdown or anything my mom came and picked up my husband and I just because she was like then we can all be in Ingersoll in case we have to be quarantined and it just makes the most sense because there's more space and we were like woohoo and it felt like Christmas break like we were eating like it was Christmas we were drinking like it was Christmas (laughs) like playing games watching movies together now, yeah. now normal Christmas break didn't even feel like that. But I think it is still important to try to do stuff that makes, like to bring back, I guess, some of that magic or just mm-hmm. to create a little bit of happiness every day. It is extremely hard to 
stay positive like you said before tag when we don't know how long this is going to end or or how long it's going to go on for when it's going to end but i think those little joys that we were talking about like those daily walks and stuff just like keep doing those and we are definitely all going to get through this together (laughs) yeah so kind of along the lines of it's okay if you don't have it all figured out yet another thing that really helped me just recently actually I want to say the end of 2020 was realizing how personally I took 2020 (laughs) and Tegan you probably can speak to it from a different light like with your wedding and everything but it dawned on me how everybody was taking it quite personally yeah and so for me it was like this is a prime time out of my 20s you know, just gone. Yeah. I have friends that are 29 turning 30. So it was their last year of their 20s altogether. Or my cousin who's 19 turning 20, it's her last teenage year. You know, people Mm -hmm. in high school missing prom and all these key events, your wedding, for instance, too. Like everybody was taking it personally being like, but, you know, feeling sorry for themselves, I guess. And that's definitely normal and fine and a normal way to cope with it yeah but once I just literally a few months ago where I was like you know what there's nothing I can do about this we're literally all in the same boat in the sense that I'm losing one of these golden 20 years but so are all of my friends you know everybody who's 29 is getting the last year of their you know 20th decade or whatever taken away from them like yeah we're all going through this together. We're all going to come out on the other end in the exact same boat, you know? Mm -hmm. And I feel like it doesn't even need to be as broad as like you're losing a year, but even people who feel like, uh, say they decided not to go to university this year because it didn't make sense for them. Now they're like, I'm going to be behind because I didn't go to university or people who have lost their jobs. And they're like, my career path feels like it's gone off the rails here and I'm going to be behind everyone and there's going to be a gap but I think part of that is like what you're saying you need to kind of step back and remember that this is literally happening to every single other person and if you have a gap on your resume that's 2020 there will be no questions asked about like what happened there yeah because everyone else is going through something similar yep 100%. And I think too, along the lines of taking it personally, I'm also a huge control freak and a huge planner. So it bothered me, especially on the career front, not knowing or not being able to have a super actionable plan since things were so unpredictable. And that bothered me so much, but it was a change in mindset where I realized how much I live in the future and how that's not really the best way to live. And it really made me appreciate those smaller everyday moments a little bit more and Mm -hmm. removing me from that everyday routine that I was so used to doing that just became habit. Like through this whole experience, I've definitely appreciated all those smaller things, I guess. Yeah. Like what I was saying, like, it used to be that like going out to a bar and seeing a bunch of people and hanging out with them, like that could just not even have been a fun day. Whereas now yeah. it's like going for a walk is the most fun activity Yeah, because it's, it's like a wake up call on 
you're like overstimulated in the old life we were living and I had such terrible like FOMO for things and I would overschedule myself so at least I've learned to take it slow even though it was forced on me (laughs) yeah 100% okay well why don't we I feel we've had a good like vent session a little bit (laughs) about where we're at how we're feeling what's going on in our heads so let's talk about some pre or like early days of quarantine and things that you were loving or maybe currently are loving that are helping you get through this time. Hmm. I literally saw a TikTok today that was about like, why am I so nostalgic for the beginning of quarantine? And uh, it was like the Outer Banks theme song and uh, like Tiger King (laughs) and like making bread and playing Animal Crossing like, that yeah. feels like that could have been five years ago. I feel like I'm reflecting on my childhood. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that does feel a long time ago. Yeah. <laughs> it's just so funny to think about how all that definitely did happen <laughs> in 2020. Yeah. You know what, though? I never actually made bread. Me neither. I didn't. And actually, I didn't do a lot of the things <laughs> I don't know how to say this though it just sounded like a hermit but I didn't do a lot of those things I do have lots of matching lounge sets now mm. and that is probably my favorite part still yeah. about living this way <laughs> no tie-dye but matching lounge sets yes mm. yeah I have one I did watch Tiger King although I watched it later than everyone else but now it's just lumped into 2020 as a whole so yeah yeah I watched, oh, like, man. every Netflix show as soon as it came out. I was like, okay, we're watching this now, Yeah, which is fine. <laughs> For my show was Sex in the City, and Tegan told me, probably, was it even before all of this happened, that how much I should watch a show and how much I would love it? I feel like I started watching it right at the beginning of quarantine, like a weekend or something because I remember it being spring and me watching it and I was like this is a great quarantine show because all it is is like people meeting up with friends at restaurants and chatting and it's in living vicariously yeah yeah it was funny like before well you weren't the first person to tell me how it's such a Sadie show and I Mm -hmm. have to watch it Usually when I tell people I haven't seen it, they're like, how have you not seen it? And I'm now in probably my second and a half time watching it all the way through. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I just continuously watch it because it's just so good. But definitely my first time watching it was in isolation. Yeah. And now it's coming back. Although without Samantha, yep. who's my favorite. So Yeah, that's too bad. I'm yeah. curious what that storyline is going to be. I guarantee why she didn't they kill back. her off. They're like, her cancer came back and she's dead now. Okay, moving on. It's going to be terrible. Yeah. Do you know why she's not coming back? Because, okay, I don't know. This is what I think. (laughs) Okay, let's Um, start the rumors here. (laughs) Yeah, I heard that she got flack for, um, and they all did for the second movie because it was terrible. Mm. Um, And it was in Dubai. It was just like weird and cringy. And so she said... I'm just not interested in playing that character anymore because I think she's done her time and she's like a product of the 90s and it just doesn't really feel 
like true to the character to keep playing her. And then they wanted to do something else, whether it was a reboot or another movie. And she said no. And then apparently Sarah Jessica Parker was like pissed at her and they had like a huge falling out. So now they don't speak. Wow. And then they were like <laughs> doing a reboot. And apparently uh, the three others are getting a million dollars per episode to appear in wow. this reboot. And she still and says no. And there's 10 episodes. So, yeah. Wow. That's, that's insane. That's the tea. I love how, yeah, I love how you started with, I don't know for sure. And then you told us all of the details. <laughs> well, I guarantee <laughs> someone's listening beat. and is like, this is completely untrue. Like, <laughs> I believe you. Okay. I buy that 100%. Yeah. But the show is very happens. 90s. Yeah. Yeah. I, for some reason, it feels a lot more modern to me than other shows like friends and stuff even though it's not I don't know it's interesting yeah it is interesting I'm I'm very excited for when it comes back we'll see I don't have high expectations or hope but I'm excited yeah I think my favorite seasons are season one through three and then after that point I don't know if it's that they get too like wealthy or something, but it just seems a lot less realistic past that point. I also know between season three and four, 9-11 happened. And so the whole American sensibility surrounding pop culture in a whole kind of changed. And so the like fun, campy running around New York vibe kind of shifted. So that also could be part of it, but... It just feels like everything past then has become less and less relatable to me. So I feel like this show might just be like off the rails, but we'll see. (laughs) Yeah. I'll watch it. it Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. That's so funny. What about music? What, what were we listening to in 2020? Besides the obvious Taylor Swift. (laughs) Yeah. I did listen to a lot of Taylor Swift. I listened to a lot of old music actually yeah like from the 70s and 80s I listened to a lot of John Prine because he's one of my favorites and he died Mm -hmm. of uh COVID early in 2020 so So that was a bummer there's been so many country greats who died of COVID which is a bummer that is a bummer John Prine everyone was so excited because up where my parents live he was going on Mm-hmm. or he was going to attend one of the music festivals up there. Yeah. And I remember in 2019, my parents' friends had bought tickets and were so excited. And then COVID happened, the music festival got canceled, and then he passed away, sadly. It was mm-hmm. very tragic. Yeah. So mm-hmm. I listened to a lot of him, a lot of, like, Casey Musgraves. Yeah. Her latest album has, like, a lot of great quarantine song because it's all about like chilling at home with your love she literally has a song called lonely weekend that's just about like sitting at home and being bored (laughs) so i don't know any songs by her really so i definitely need to look her up yeah i really she's kind of like folk country Mm -hmm. she's got the country style and aesthetic but she's not like stadium twangy country Mm -hmm. i'd say yeah yeah I definitely need to look into that. For me, I was also really into The Weeknd. And I don't know, Tag, if you're a big Weeknd fan, but last year when he dropped his album, that was a big moment for (laughs) 
me and my work friends, especially, I remember one of my friends at work, um, she's my, I always say she keeps me cool and relevant because she (laughs) like will message me on new music Friday being like, Hey, I think you'll like this song. (laughs) She's kind of like you tag where you tell me what shows and movies to watch and even songs. You'll tell me she does the same, but for music. (laughs) So I remember when the weekend album came out and I was like, wow, when I, I didn't really have much hope. And then as soon as I started listening, I was just like, this is a vibe. It was just so like <laughs> chill and at home vibes. I don't know. So good. But I definitely, so this is me being a huge loser again, but <laughs> the whole vibe of the album, I was like, I have to see what his sign is. Like, <laughs> I, need a astro- I need astrology to explain the vibe of this album for me. <laughs> And I don't remember his his whole chart, but I got a whole... Literally, it was like celebritybirthchart.com or something <laughs> like that. And there was a whole thing on literally the whole birth chart of the weekend. And his moon sign was a Scorpio. And mm. I'm a Scorpio rising. Is that... Is rising the... Yeah, I think so. Main one? Okay. So I like associate a lot as a Scorpio, but all my other signs are libra and (laughs) i feel for people who have scorpio as their moon sign like that is the weekend album in a nutshell where it's Mm. i'm like i can't imagine being a scorpio moon and i was looking up (laughs) other scorpio moons (laughs) we can cut this whole part out (laughs) and one of them was michael jackson i was like oh but i kind of got the vibe you know from the weekend in michael jackson too yeah i don't know it's like have you seen pete davidson's birth chart (laughs) it is the most chaotic thing we'll have to like post it on our instagram so that the listeners can see it is so uncomfortable but then also very on brand for pete davidson (laughs) like i saw it and i was like okay That's so funny. You can learn so much about after like anybody for, through analyzing their birth chart. Yeah. <laughs> These poor celebrities, though, it's like public information. Yeah. That's why uh, RuPaul says his biggest regret is just using his normal name as his stage name. Because yeah. he's like, not only is it like my birthday's out there, but my name's out there, my legal name. <laughs> so people can look up like my dental records and like if when i got married like oh man so weird rupaul making an appearance second week in a row yeah i'm here for this perfect we'll find a way to just sneak rupaul into every conversation we have (laughs) (laughs) from here on out that's that's number one goal of this podcast Mm -hmm. (laughs) okay and just i guess other things that we're loving about quarantine life so like you said no need to commute anymore which I'm loving it's kind of sucks because like I said I really need a reason to get up and move so not commuting anymore has removed that whole need from my lifestyle Mm -hmm. but I'm loving the slow easy mornings like that will never get old to me sleeping in I also am not a morning person (laughs) so the fact I can sleep in until even eight o'clock for a long time I was sleeping until literally 8 55 and really struggling to get out of bed for like 9 (laughs) a.m but lately I've been better getting up around 8 8 30 and having that extra hour to half an hour in the mornings where it's very quiet you know no 
rush of commuters and not having to leave my house. I usually drink my coffee in bed still, listen to a podcast, do a word search. It's so relaxing and the best way to start my day. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was the same where before when I was commuting, I do miss having the like one-on-one alone time listening to a podcast and like having a barrier between myself and work because it's like on the way there you're loading and then on the way back you're unloading but I would wake up every morning and then just like rush and then I'd be rushing and then I'd be like sitting on the streetcar and feel terrible be like oh I've got a headache like you know whatever whereas now I wake up an hour before I start my day and I like sit on my couch and look out the window, which is nice. I do. I don't like the aspect where work is now just in my house 24 seven. Yeah. It's hard to separate work and just your regular life. Yeah. Yeah. I find that I was finding at the beginning of quarantine, it took me, I was working around the clock and especially for freelance clients, you know, a lot of them were smaller businesses. So they were being very like quick and reactionary to everything that was happening, which Mm -hmm. makes sense. And I was trying to do my part and pull the weight, but it had me working so much and it was hard to, I was also working at my dining table a lot. So it was hard to actually shut off ever yeah (laughs) and even weekends I just continued to work because I had nothing else planned or nothing else really to do so it was definitely tough but I think I'm better now just because I'm more conscious of it and also I reached absolute burnout where I was like I can't do anything I can't (laughs) like even think anymore Mm -hmm. I'm working but I'm not actually contributing anything good because my brain is just mush right yeah Actually, just this past weekend, I rearranged my whole office space. So I'm very fortunate to have like a designated workspace, even though my internet doesn't reach that room 99% (laughs) of the time. Um, But I put my desk in front of my window and now I can see a little bit of the street and just see civilization throughout the workday, which has already been a huge game changer. I don't know if I've mentioned this yet, but going for like coffee shop vibes is my favorite even working from home like putting on coffee house music or Mm -hmm. making a mid-afternoon coffee or tea and just you know taking that time to chill (laughs) and get the vibe going I think it's good yeah I've been working on trying cut myself some slack when it comes to working because I don't know uh why I feel this way but I feel very guilty during the workday doing anything that's not work even if it's taking my lunch break which like you're allowed to take a lunch break so I don't know why I feel that way but I do or if I stop to make a tea and I'm like if I was in an office I would probably have like two teas a day and talk to people while I was doing it and like it would take way more time but for some reason when I'm home I just feel so guilty about it girl don't feel guilty yeah you're gonna go insane if you just work all the time (laughs) yeah yeah and I find too you're saying how you try to get out for a daily walk but usually it's dark by the time you go after work midday walks are a huge game changer Mm -hmm. especially during the winter when like the daylight is limited 
going at lunchtime is so good. Plus it's just, it A, forces you to get up and leave your workspace, but I like it too because it just is a nice refresh in the middle of the day. When I come back, I'll go for a walk, make my lunch when once I'm back and then go back to work. And I find it's just like starting a whole new day halfway through the day. Yeah. It's like pressing a reset button. It's so good. Mm-hmm. I don't do it near enough considering how much joy it brings me. I need to do it every day, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but I don't yet. This is why I'm just waiting for days where it's slightly sunnier or slightly warmer because even doing just like stretches outside in the fresh air I feel like would just give me the energy because I also feel like sitting like I sit in the same chair um all day or it's Mm -hmm. either there or the couch I like there's not that many options but uh it's like my body just gets drained even if I'm doing nothing just from yeah doing the same thing over and over and over again yeah I think we get more drained from that than yeah anything else and there's it's not like what I was saying when you're working in an office with people and you can have conversations and bounce ideas off of people and kind of get energy from those around you like it's just you sitting by yourself so you have to create your own good vibes which I do think like you were saying like playing music stuff like that I just got into listening to the like lo-fi hits to study and work to which I always thought was so weird and I was like who would even listen to this now I'm addicted (laughs) Spotify is so confused about like they keep making the playlist for me and they're all just like different lo-fi songs I'm like (laughs) heck yeah Spotify thanks but that's awesome whatever helps you focus and you know makes you feel good just keep doing that over and over again yep and I think too on the topic of colleagues and whatnot my I think it's so important to have people to lean on to get through these times and it's great if you have friends and family but finding people at work is also really really great and I have like my work best friends and we sometimes just even have lunch together over like we use Microsoft Teams at work but we'll just have a video chat and have lunch together or we'll have an afternoon coffee break and just put it in our calendars. And for that half an hour, we just connect as friends versus colleagues and talking just about work. So that could be something people could try is still connecting with their colleagues um, in a social way, not talking about work, even though it's virtually, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's, that's a good idea. The biggest, yeah, that's the biggest thing. For me, is I miss, especially if you guys know me, I like to rant and I have an opinion about everything. (laughs) So especially when it comes to work. So having those like afternoon breaks and just like load, like unload my day so far onto my friend and they do the same to me Mm -hmm. always makes me feel so much better. (laughs) So I miss those kitchen catch-ups. But on the topic of TV shows, um, something I've started doing recently is setting something every week to look forward to and it's something that's really helped me especially living on my own where I don't have much social interaction but I find setting or having specific things every week to look forward to helps so much and for me it was tv shows I'm not usually somebody to watch shows weekly like I have a few shows that I keep up with but I don't 
it's not like Monday night is bachelor night. Usually I just watch it at some time that week. Mm -hmm. But knowing The Bachelor is one of those shows I'm watching right now where it's every Monday night is bachelor night. Yeah. (laughs) And I get to have my glass of wine. And usually I eat something like chips or popcorn or something to like treat myself a little bit. Um, And I look forward to that every single Monday. And then you know, Drag Race is on, and I think that's uploaded on Crave every Friday night, and it's, again, something else to look forward to. So finding things to look forward to is great. For me, like I said, it's TV shows, but it could also be meet up with your friends or YouTube vloggers. I've been watching so much YouTube. (laughs) Or create your own, like, for some reason. My husband has declared every Wednesday (laughs) is Bubble Tea Wednesday. And he gets, this is the third Bubble Tea Wednesday that's happened, by the way. But he gets so hyped. He orders it on Uber Eats. I don't drink bubble tea. So he gets me a peach uh, slushy, whatever those are called. And he gets like the biggest bubble tea. And he just gets so excited. It's like every single Wednesday at one, Bubble Tea Wednesday. Yeah, that's such a great idea. I do the same Friday nights. Every Friday night I order dinner from a local restaurant that I would be devastated if this local restaurant went out of business. So I'm like, I'll do my part and order from them once a week. So every Friday night I order from them and it's, yeah, something I created myself and look forward to. Yeah. Now it's a thing. It's a thing. Yeah. It's awesome. I think that's like one of the best tips. At first I felt kind of embarrassed about it. Like... (laughs) Being like, how pathetic am I that the highlight of my week is watching The Bachelor and this season is trash and it's still the highlight of my week. (laughs) But it's not pathetic at all. Whatever gets you through, man, just like I said earlier, keep doing it. Yeah, exactly. Well, I'm watching WandaVision having not seen like a single Marvel movie in the last 10 years. So I have no idea who these characters are. I have no idea what's going on. But I'm just vibing along. Comes out every Friday. I'm like, okay, we'll see what these people are doing this Friday. That's fun. It's great. It's fun. Yeah. (laughs) I love it. Especially Fridays. Like, something to pull you through the week. That's awesome. Okay, guys. And that is where we're going to leave it for this week. So, thank you for tuning in. Um, Please like we said earlier, reach out to us on social media. Our handles are linked in the show notes, but we are at our golden twenties on all social channels. Feel free to reach out to us at any time, especially during, you know, these crazy COVID quarantine isolation, whatever you want to call it. During these times, community is so important. So we are here for you and we so appreciate you being there for us. And thank you for tuning in on yet another week. We will talk to you next Tuesday. Bye, guys.